Hello and welcome to episode 362 of the VegGrab podcast. My name's Richard and I am on a mission to grow as much food as I can in my allotment and garden. Driving around lately, I've seen a lot of leaves falling to the ground and this is making me think that I'm going to start creating leaf mould. What is leaf mould? Well, we'll find out in just a moment. But firstly, let's find out what I've been up to over this last week. Wednesday the 16th of September 2020 today just out in my potting shed and I've been sowing some broad bean seeds a variety called Grano Violetto never sown these before this particular variety so I'm kind of interested to see how we get on with them and and how they do now I always try and grow over winter broad beans which is why I'm sowing them now I'll be doing some next month a variety called Aquadolce Claudia as well which is my normal variety reason I'd like to sow these over winter is quite simply that they, well, they produce earlier and we don't get any problem with aphids on the, eating the sap on the stems because they seem to be beyond it by the time the aphids are ready to come along and attack the plant. So that's why I tend to do them over winter and uh, I also get the impression that by growing them over the winter it just makes me feel like my plot's doing something they're still producing something even though there's still plenty going on it just it's that visual visual reminder there is still plenty of crops that are going into the ground and going to be produced and something to look forward to do enjoy broad beans. I know they're a bit of a, a marmite crop. People either like them or hate them, but I like them. I find them best when picked young. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to, to doing that. So that is all I've really got for today. Just a quick little update. I think this week's going to be full of lots of little updates. It's Saturday the 19th of September 2020 today. I'm just in Grandad's Greenhouse down on the allotment today and I've been down here for a few hours doing quite a bit of work actually. Getting rather pleased with myself at the moment now. So when I first came down to the allotment the first thing I noticed was that the roadworks that are being going on alongside my allotment, a new road is being built. Well, they've been progressing with that over the last few weeks and they've now started to build a bridge which will cross over the train tracks just a bit further down. Well, this bridge is actually now starting alongside my allotment, which I've got mixed feelings about. I mean, I can't help it. It's not my my land as such. I only rent this plot. But I think this, this extra bridge is going to create a bit more noise, may ruin my enjoyment of it. But on the other hand... I may be able to look into the allotment when I'm passing from this bridge and uh, get a better idea of what's going on when just by passing. Mix, mixed, um, mixed emotions if I'm honest. Anyway, that was just a little observation. After that, the first thing I did was go into my greenhouse, or granddad's greenhouse as I call it. Gave it all a good watering and harvested lots of chilies and lots of tomatoes. In here, I have then built another wicking bed out of a 44 litre plastic container. That 44 litre container, I've basically drilled a 6 mil hole into the side, about 2 inches from the bottom, and then filled the container up with compost, 50 litre bag of compost, filled it right up, gave it a good watering until water came out of that hole, and then I planted into that some pea seeds, a variety called Feltham First, and I've placed this into the greenhouse. Now, this is I want to say it's a bit of an experiment but it's something I have been doing this year with some old paint cans it's the wicking bed method of growing which 
I have found to be so successful this year that I'm carrying it on. And my idea here is that inside this greenhouse, I'm gonna have several of these 44 litre containers running down the side and along the top, and I'm gonna use that to grow my plants in. Now, plastic I know has a bit of a bad reputation at the moment, but it does hold on to water really well. And this is what I think is gonna really benefit the plants. It's gonna hold on to all that water. It's not gonna be wasted as much, and that's gonna produce better plants and better crops. Ultimately, plastic is probably the only material I can really think is going to be suitable for this because of the fact it does hold on to water. So that has been set up. Got the peas in there. They're not going to do much just yet. They're going to be overwintered and hopefully will produce an early crop of peas by being in the greenhouse. I'm going to plant more outside, but not today. Now after I finished in the greenhouse, I went outside and I harvested lots more tomatoes. I've got a good three kilos of tomatoes today, maybe more, uh, which I can't wait to get home and turn into a pasta sauce. Also harvested a courgette and one of my boiled potato squashes. Now this is the first time I've grown a boiled potato squash, so I've got no idea how it's going to taste like until I get it home, which is what I'm going to do in just a moment, get it home and cook it, and I'll let you know just how well it tastes. But as a, as a plant, it was very easy to grow. We simply sowed the seed, potted them on, let them grow, fed them, watered them, very, very easy, and ultimately just produced these squashes, which is, of course, what we want. Like I say, I'll let you know how they taste. Now after that, I then continued on with weeding, particularly on the top half of the plot because I've been feeling a bit disgusted with that. It's a bit of a mess. So gave it a good tidy up, removed more weeds, and I followed that up with sowing more facilia, the green manure I'm trying to sow this month, in spaces that are bare. Now that top half of the plot is not gonna have much growing over the winter. So as areas become spare, I'm throwing down some facilia seed just to, well, hopefully block out any of the weeds and the cooch grass. That's, that's the idea. I, I put some down a couple of weeks ago when I removed some potatoes. And next week I'm gonna be removing more potatoes, which I'm also gonna be interested to see how they do. And I'm gonna follow that up with some more facilia seeding. I think that's gonna be the last chance to actually sow these seeds, but I might try sowing a few more in October as well, just to, just to see. I'm really trying to grow green manures a bit more this year because I do think they are another tool that we can have in our arsenal on combating and growing our own food. Well, I followed that up with watering the whole plot. It's very dry at the moment. I can't actually remember when we last had some rain, but gave it all a good water and a good soak in. And now I'm going to head on home and cook up this squash. It's Monday the 24th. 1st of September 2020 just in my little potting shed at home and I'm just been pricking out my lettuce that I sowed at the beginning of this month. These are going to provide us with some lovely salads but later on in the year hopefully provide us if we do it right right throughout the winter. That's my aim anyway because my wife particularly does eat a lot of salads. Now in a moment I'm going to be giving the garden a really good watering but I really just wanted to update about this this uh, little job that I'm doing of pricking out the lettuces that I've got quite a few of. Growing really, really well actually, really pleased with them and uh, looking forward to being able to eat them. Now I did say I'm in this potting shed and I'm actually 
been doing a lot of planning today and working out while I was at work how I'm going to rebuild a new potting shed because well I'm getting a bit fed up of this one it just looks ugly it's a mess it's too small <laughs> I don't know anybody that ever has a shed that's big enough to be fair but I just just wanted to really crack on and get a new shed built I've got a week no I've got two weeks off sorry coming up in a um, couple of weeks time so I'm going to start clearing the area then and really start putting this shell together and, and working out just quite right what we're going to do. I'm thinking an 8 foot by 8 foot pinch shed with some really big windows on the front that let plenty of light in. I'm not going to go for the shed greenhouse combo I was originally looking at purely because I figured that I don't have a huge amount of space in that sort of setup. So I'm going to do what I think is best instead. But that will be happening and you'll hear more about that when and I'm going to caveat by saying if, I'm pretty certain it will happen, but just in case it doesn't, if it happens. Right, well that wraps up this week's diary section. So I'll meet you in the podding shed in just a section when I'm going to talk about leaf mould. But before that, let's run an advert. I hope you are enjoying the show so far. If you are, then perhaps you might consider becoming a member of the VegGrow Podcast Supported Members Club. For just £5 a month, you help me keep these podcasts, videos and live shows going and encourage more people to grow their own food. As a thank you, you get exclusive behind-the-scenes content only available in the members area of the VegGrow Podcast website. Extra exclusive podcasts, videos and blog posts only for supported members. On top of that, each month I send you a gift pack of collection of vegetable seeds that can be sown that very month. And we sow and grow these seeds as part of the club together. Now to find out more, just head to the vegrowpodcast.co.uk and click on shop. Driving around over the last week, I have been seeing lots of leaves that have turned brown and fallen off the trees and are collecting alongside the roads. Now, to many people, this is just leaf litter to be swept up and taken down the tip. But for the gardener, this leaf litter can be a very useful because we can turn it into leaf mould. Now, if you ever go into a woodland, you will find under trees, there are some really dark crumbly loose material which covers the soil suppresses weeds that is leaf mold and it is so easy to make leaf mold simply collect those leaves and store them in some sort of container and leave them for a year or two and you will have leaf mold it's as easy as that in a nutshell but that wouldn't make a very good long podcast would it let's go into it in a bit more detail First step, we need to collect our leaves. When I first started making leaf mould, I had a sycamore tree in my garden that produced a lot of leaves all over the garden. That made me decide to buy a garden vacuum to collect these leaves. This garden vacuum also shredded up the leaves and that made the composting process much quicker. I'm always going to recommend chopping the leaves up. If you haven't got a garden vacuum, you can just run over these leaves with a lawnmower on a high setting. Now, as I don't have that sycamore tree in my garden anymore, I have to find somewhere else to get my leaves from. Now, the leaves themselves can be any leaves. They don't have to be any particular variety or any particular strain or anything like that. Some leaves 
do take longer to rot down depending on what type of tree they came from. But the general advice is to really try and avoid evergreen varieties such as holly, laurel or conifers because these can take about three years to rot down. I would also say avoid pine needles because these can turn acidic and that is why we tend to use pine needles as a great source for a mulch for our blueberries. Now, as I said, I've removed that sycamore tree from my garden, which means I don't have such an easy supply. Instead, what I'm going to do is go to my mum's house. Now, my mum happens to live alongside a recreation park and they get lots and lots of leaves just naturally fall into their garden. So I'm going to be grabbing loads to make this leaf mould from. Now, I do believe that we can actually go into our local park or our local cemetery to collect the leaf from there to use. Councils often have to sweep these... Uh, these leaves up anyway but to take it away and dispose of may cost them a bit of money and therefore that will cost the taxpayer so quite often councils are more than happy for you to go into a park collect the leaves themselves and take them away i've even known some councils to actually take these leaves to allotments in order to save a few more quid the only place it's not advisable to collect leaves from would be woodland. In woodland, they are such an integral part of that ecosystem. It might also have animals and bugs that are really crucial to that ecosystem living in there. So if you're in a woodland, leave it. Also, I think it's important to leave some leaves under hedges too. And the reason for that is it's for the hedgehogs. Now we have a resident hedgehog in our garden. We often see this hedgehog carrying leaves in its mouth to take it to its home underneath the shed we believe to insulate it. So hedgehogs really like the leaves too. Anyway, so we've got a collection of leaves and we're going to chop them up one way or the other. We then need somewhere in which we can store it so it can rot down. Now a quick way is to simply pile these leaves up in a huge pile. That'll work fine. The only trouble is when wind blows, those leaves will also get blown around too and uh, they will spend a lot of time constantly raking up these leaves. So I think it's better to try and contain it. A quick way is to store them in bin bags with holes pierced into the bin bags. This can work quite well. We can keep these behind a shed or move them around quite easily. But I think it's a bit of a waste of this horrible plastic bin bags. I've also in the past used hessian sacks. Now these did actually work really, really well. And eventually those hessian did rot down, which I thought that was quite good for the environment and also quite good for the leaf mould. Another option is to build a leaf mould bin. Now, simply, we just hammer four posts in the ground to make a cube. Then we use chicken wire outside of that to make the leaf mould bin. And into that, we just fill up the leaves, which is sort of what I've got, except I made a cube out of wood and I've not hammered that into the ground. I've covered that in chicken wire, just like I said just now. That just made it a bit more portable for me. We do need to keep these leaves moist to rot down, which over the winter is not a huge problem if they're open. We want to keep this leaf mould cool as well. But when it gets dry throughout the summer, we might just need to keep pouring over some water just to help it out and keep it moist. What I've also found is that when I started, I had a huge amount of leaves and I completely filled up my container. To, as it rotted down, and it rots down quite quickly to begin with, it reduced to about an eighth of what I've started with. So it reduces down quite a huge amount compared to what we get when we started with. Now, to combat this, because I want to try and get quite a bit of leaf mould, what I'm planning to do is to try and get lots and lots of leaves, fill up my leaf mould bin, but also fill up some other containers, old bins or something that I have lying around. I could use those, fill those all up, 
and then as the volume reduces I can start to condense it all down into one container. This might mean I start with eight containers but in the end just end up with one full of leaf mould. That's my aim, that's what I plan to do. Now I did say it might take a year or two to fully rot down so we need to be patient but this is because autumn leaves rot down by the slow cool action of fungi. Whereas in a compost bin we use the quicker acting bacterial breakdown and compost bins can get quite hot. This is why I don't think it's going to be worth using a compost bin. After about a year we can tell what stage our leaf mould is by crumbling it in our hands. If it's young leaf mould, it'll be easy to crumble in our hands, but it would still look like it was a leaf. It was still You can still tell it was once a leaf. It is usable in this state, and we could use it as a mulch over bare soil in the winter to protect the soil from rain, washing the nutrients out. We could also use it as a summer mulch under trees or bushes, or alternatively around vegetables, again to suppress those weeds and keep moisture into the soil like mulches tend to do. But if we leave it a little longer, we get well rotted leaf mould. Now this could take two years at least and this will now be a really dark brown crumbly material and no real telltale sign it was once leaves. Now this can be used as a seed sowing mix by simply sieving the leaf mould for a fine sieve and using that sieved material as seed sowing compost. Now leaf mould is actually very low in nutrients which makes it ideal for use as seed sowing compost. Now if we mix equal parts of leaf mould low more soil and sharp sand we have a homemade potting mix for our potted plants but we will have saved some money by doing this well if you were going to make leaf mold this year then let me know how you get on or if you have made it before what tips do you have you can email me richard at vegetgrowpodcast.co.uk leave a comment on the website at vegetgrowpodcast.co.uk or find me on social just search for me we'll be back again next time so until then please take care